Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Playdate. This podcast is really created for you if you're someone that is thinking about or in the process of creating an outside-the-box career or project, or you're someone that's just really curious about alternative healing modalities. And today I am with an amazing dear friend. Her name is London Wolf, and she just is an incredible human being and someone that has blessed my life in many ways. And I'm just so excited to have you connect with her, her power, her wisdom, and just her deep intuition and really wild creative spirit. So London, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm just all smiles over here with all the things (laughs) that you're saying. Like, I totally appreciate and adore you as well. Oh, this is so awesome. And so London is in California. I'm here in Jersey City. And it's so cool that we get to do this interview, even though we're all the way across the country. Um, So I would love for you just to tell people a little bit about what it is that you do um, in the world and with your business. Wonderful. Um, So I am the owner and operator of London Wolf Healing LLC. And I have a few different modalities. Um, One component is working with uh, small businesses and helping them to pour more into the wellness of the employees in hopes of increasing productivity. I also do personal and professional coaching for people who want to find out how to unlock more their life purpose or want to understand their spirituality. And I am launching master classes. I love to read energy and just really understand that aspect of life so that we can make better changes in our own personal life. That's wow. <laughs> That's just the beginning. <laughs> just yeah. the beginning. You're amazing, amazing, amazing. So I'm curious, you know, I know that we met probably like five years ago, I think. Um, and it was in, you were living in New Jersey at the time and a little over, was it a little over a year ago that you made the choice to move to California? And so I'm kind of curious to know, like, what, um, what, how do you make that choice? And also, you know, how many choices like that have you made throughout the process of becoming who you are now and like having your own business um, where you had to kind of like follow some gut feeling or this intuition, this knowing? Well, I would start that by saying um, I feel like the choice was made for me through spirit and through different dark nights of the soul, uh, certain aspects of myself was rebirthed and brought to my awareness to help me make shifts. Yesterday, I was sitting with myself and I came to the realization that I'm not afraid to take risks. And Mm. throughout my life, my light has been dimmed because I've been and people didn't understand the aspect of me but I still had this inner resilience um this rebel with a cause that would rise up and say no this is something I want to do this is something I'm passionate about and it's something I'm going to go forward with uh August 2018 made a year of me being in California (laughs) (laughs) so I'm actually within my second year um I would say California is an interesting birthing experience When I was a young child, around the age of maybe seven or eight, I kept telling everybody that I was going to move to Sacramento, California. I knew nothing of California. 
I didn't even know how it was shaped. It just was an innate feeling that that was where I was going to be when I was older. And I would do school projects on this. I kept going for a long time, even up into my teens. Um, And then I always just had like this feeling with California. Then my mind kind of shifted into London and going to England and um, California kind of got on the back burner. However, um, in, I want to say 2015, I went through this really huge shift and I got this yearning to um, build a business, to go into helping others heal. And that wasn't something that was always comfortable for me. Like for me, meditating and crystals and all of that, that was just my little practice. That was, you know, for me. So I was getting a lot of like angel numbers and they were like, do it and do it, do it, do it. And I'm like, well, I don't have any money. I don't have a job. Like my life is just like going through a lot of um, twists and turns. And that was around the time where you manifested in my life. And so it became really divine where London Wolf healing was starting to be birthed. And I learned a lot from you, Allison. I really did Um, Mm -hmm. about having contracts and boundaries and giving and receiving and sharing gifts. And, you know, I'm so honored um, that you've, gave me that experience and and I tell the story to people um how I only had twenty dollars in my pocket and you had to pay what you want and I split it in half so I could get two sessions with you. <laughs> oh my God, I remember that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but a friendship was birthed out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. When when you're meant to do something, like all things come into alignment and, and sometimes there's just this dramatic shift in your life that it's kind of like the tower card if you were to be into tarot um, and you just you just shift from one aspect into another and um, so yeah birthing that that business it it was kind of a long process like really learning about it and then I ended up meeting my divine counterpart at the time who purpose was to reawaken the idea of coming to California And prior to me connecting to him in a romantic way, I had got the urge to visit. And it was like out of the blue. I was at work and I was in like an evaluation and I was like, I got to get to California. (laughs) (laughs) I love how intuitive you are. It's just like you get these massive hits and you're like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Yeah. You really inspire me in that way. The way that you, when you get a hit, you like commit. You're like, all right, we're doing it. This is happening. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> maybe, maybe I had, like, maybe it was a thaw. Maybe it's like, nope, I got the hit. It's time. <laughs> it Gotta go. And I, and I feel like part of my teaching with people who do um, the professional coaching with me is I call myself a calculated risk taker. Like the dream is real. The intuitive nudges are real, but the universe really, really operates when we have clarity and when we have a plan because it gives the universe direction for how to Mm -hmm. maneuver the energy, you know? And a lot of times people have these plans, but it's not the right plan. And spirit is like, nope, not that one. And we're frustrated because we're we're still little, you know, (laughs) in comparison to the vast universe knowledge. And it's like, well, I thought that was a good plan. And it's like, "Uh uh-uh. And then what do they do? They send us a Mercury retrograde. Then we collectively got to redo the plan, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) That's, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I've so experienced that. So I love that you help people 
it sounds like too, like you really help people ground, you know, the spiritual side, the intuitive side, right? Because that's important. It's so important to be tuned in, but it's also important to like get into like the calculating, the earthbound stuff. Like, okay, yes. let's, let's kind of work on the earth plan so that we can, we have options in case plan A falls through. <laughs> Absolutely. That's not what you thought. You, you're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. And then it's also like understanding that, you know, some things might only be important momentarily. And then some dreams might be birthed better at a later time. Um, I, as a child, always wanted to just be a teacher. I wanted to be a fourth grade school teacher. Um, I didn't foresee myself being a businesswoman, a teacher, and all these other things. Um, But as I look back on my life, I can tell how the little pieces develop into who I am now. I remember when I started building my website first, uh, the, the understanding was I wanted to have a career where I can do everything that I love. Like, I love photography. I love writing. I love um, not having somebody tell me what to do. Let's be real. (laughs) (laughs) I think anyone listening to this podcast, including me, could totally relate to that. (laughs) Right, you know? Like, do not tell us what to do. (laughs) No, it's like the inner rebel comes out. I mean, get it? Like, with me, I call myself someone who, like, I'm a rebel naturally you know I'm gonna pave my own trail you're not gonna tell me that this is not gonna work for me however if you have some valid reasons you know and and I feel that you're not projecting your shortcomings onto me I'm open to your perspective you know I'm not gonna be that ignorant and fall into this pit hole but don't try to stop me just because of your fear right when then that's the projection you're referring to where someone wants to like yeah put their opinions or their points of views instead of someone coming in and being like how can I hold space for you to like really get clear you know or get connected to what you really want yeah I think um that needs to be like I don't know distinguished in the coaching world because I think I've definitely had experiences with some coaches where they just don't get that They, they just don't get that like if they go in and just dig in and tell me what to do or be like, that's not right. You need to do it this way. My immediate reaction is going to be to resist. And yeah. it be like that what they're sharing is really valid. It's just the delivery doesn't work for a rebel. <laughs> like, exactly. You need a specific kind of delivery. <laughs> and, and, and the biggest thing, um, and this actually was birthed through, honestly, having conversations with narcissistic people. Mm. Um, this is how I learned the art of communication. Like wording is key. Right. You know, holding space is key. And this is not just something that I do in my business. This is how I run my life because I know how it feels to be silenced or to have someone not validate my opinion or my emotions, whether they agree with it or not and how it has affected me and me having to do this throat chakra work to actually feel empowered to say, no, I can speak this truth, whether you agree or not. Um, and you have to really be careful. I mean, asking questions is important. Um, stating when you're expressing yourself that this is your perspective or your experience, it removes a lot. When you tell someone like, no, this is the way or such, it's like you are silencing my power and my ability to think freely and creatively for myself. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're, you're showing me that your way is better. And it may be or may not be, but your delivery is not allowed. 
or want to even try it because I feel silenced. Wow. I love that. What you just shared that just just such a little simple shift, just like, this is just my perspective, like, and then deliver (laughs) versus it has to be be that way. What a subtle shift. I mean, imagine like if everyone communicated that way, (laughs) it would be better. And, and I feel like what has helped me to get into that area is, um, Outside of being an entrepreneur and a healer, I'm all, I've also been directors for um, after-school programs where I've had staff members under me and had children under me and had multiple quote-unquote masters over me and understanding, like, how do you express to somebody when they're screwing up, <laughs> you know, in a way that they'll get it? Because you got to, it's like a lot of childhood wounding that's out here where criticism is not delivered properly. So when, when I say it to you, you might feel shame or I might feel shame for telling you, but it's, it's not that way. Um, so taking into account too, like, and, and everyone doesn't think that way or feel that way where you're thinking like, well, there's a whole bunch of experiences that came into this person's life or why they responded this way. Mm-hmm. It takes some art, it takes some skill. And if you have someone who is a coach who is um, uh, skilled in that department, it, it will help you to uh, express yourself better. Oh my God. I mean, really communication is like everything. And I love that you support people with verbal communication, but also energetic communication, you know, communicating with their own energy centers, understanding, you know, asking questions, their own intuition. It's so funny today I was in the grocery store and there was like communication breakdown occurring between this woman and this guy and everyone Uh-oh. was just like, <gasps> like everyone was holding their breath because there was yelling. There was a lot of yelling. And I was just like, I was assessing kind of like, okay, am I the person to go over and, <laughs> and like support them? Like, is there, is there a way for me to contribute? And I really got to know, like, I mean, I heard them calling the person to come to the front, like whoever the manager and, you know, that was their role. Um, but you know, it was just so like, it was heartbreaking too to see, cause I was like, oh, I can see they're both angry and there's something that's not working. Boundaries are being crossed on both sides. You know what I mean? Right. Once identified it. And if there was just like a, you know, mediator there that could support them both in identifying like, where are my boundaries being crossed? What are my needs? It would be a whole, you know, it would be, there wouldn't, you know, this, it would be resolved, like, and it wouldn't have to happen. So that's just so beautiful. I mean, and I love that you create that space in all the areas of your life. Um, like what a blessing to the people that get to Thank work you. with you and, and be around you. So I'm curious to know, I know, you know, anytime I've moved across the country, <laughs> which I have done <laughs> twice actually, um, it's like an interesting journey you know it's like this excitement and then there's like all this growth that comes so I know that before we had this interview you were talking about how this has been like a real year of growth for you and a lot of it it's been around the theme of finding self-love and connecting to your career tell us a little bit about that um yeah and how that process has like really contributed to your career so I want to give a little backstory on um the last few months leading up to the actual move because I feel like it shows the power of spirit mm-hmm. for anyone that wants to like take a huge leap of faith. So um, in June, 
I reached out to another sister healer of mine and she gave me a timeline because I felt like it was approaching soon because I was getting all these setbacks. Like I moved twice back in Jersey last year before I did this move here. Um, And yeah, like I made the decision in February and when I came home, I was um, living with my parents at the time and they were like, hey, we got to move too. So it was just like a lot of um, trial and challenges and tribulations. And so in June, when she gave me that confirmation that I was going to move towards the end of August, I was like, okay, cool. I had a dream. And in the dream, uh, Spirit said to me, London, pack your bags and go after your dream. So I immediately woke up and I bought luggage. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And so, you know, I had luggage delivered to the house and, and my family always viewed me as the eccentric one that, you know, always thought differently and did different things. So they didn't even make nothing of it. Like, oh, she's buying luggage. That's just her, you know. Um, so then in uh, July, I shut down everyone in the world and I just got these big old pieces of paper and my whole room, my dad said, looked like a classroom. <laughs> and I just started to plan like how much money I would like to make, how many days a week I would like to work. I started doing some research. I started applying for jobs. I started using an address that was provided to me of someone out here so that um, jobs will even look at my application. And then time started to approach and I was like, okay, spirit, you know, when am I to like um, book a ticket? So I took a bunch of pieces of paper. I ripped them up and I put every date in the end of August from August 20th to the last date of August on a piece of paper. And I balled it up and I put it on the floor and I meditated and I said, whatever number I pick, that's the date I'm going to book my ticket to leave. And I picked, (laughs) I picked August 21st. So in July, I went and I booked my ticket, my one way for August 21st. Um, Then I said, all right, I'm going to magically pick um, what day I should start my job. And I pick August 25th, which was a Friday. So I said, okay, this is when it's going to happen. I didn't have a job, didn't have a place or anything at that time. August came. So um, I ended up interviewing for two jobs in late July, and I still was working at my other job. (laughs) And um, I, both of them liked me. Um, But one of them, the money didn't pair up. And then the second one, the timing that they want me wasn't right. So fast forward to the last day of um, camp, because I was working in a, a program, a school program. I received a text from the second job who I applied for that I really liked a lot. And they were like, hey, we're willing to work with your start date um, if you still want the position. And I'm at my job and I'm like so excited. And so I find my supervisor and I'm like, hey, I know I'm supposed to give a two week notice, but today's my last day. I'm moving to California. (laughs) Oh my God. What a powerful manifestation. Holy God. Right. And so. She was like, you know what? You've been trying to move there for a while. Like, we support this. We're sad to see you go, but we support this and we're excited for you. Mm. You know, so this is where it starts to get interesting. This is where the heightening of the story is. So I'm excited, whatever. I also got paid um, for that job there on that date. So I was leaving with a paycheck. Hey. And And I only spent like $3 of that money. I went to McDonald's. (laughs) And so I'm like, hey, I'm going to um, 
use that money when I get there. Spirit supported me because in one week within my business, I made $1,300. Um, amazing. And that money was put towards the move. It was like, I've never experienced spirit working so profoundly in my favor. But then there was always a test when you get right to the end. So I literally have like a, a week and a half turnaround between that job and moving to California. Still no place. Um, and I wake up one day and my money, all my money is missing from my account. <gasps> and yeah. And come to find out someone in Florida, I don't know how, even though I had my card, they hacked into my account, took all my money. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like I have to go in a week. Like this is so, this is so wrong. And so then I'm still on Airbnb because I'm like looking for different places, but to like stay for at least a month and nobody wanted to book me um, because of the location I was in. They figured it was too far or whatever their reasons were. But I had this determination, Allison. I said, if I don't have a place or if I do, I'm going. I made up my mind. God, the, the movement is forward. I'm going. And so. I couldn't, I had lost my social security card. I went to the social security place. They were telling me that it would take up to 10 business days for them to get me my card. And I needed it before I left, which was less than 10 business days in my order God. for me to, you know, get my job. Yeah. So I walked home that day. I walked about two miles and I was just so overwhelmed. Like, you know what, Infinite Creator, I am exhausted. I'm trying everything in my power. I'm still believing in faith for you to bring this to fruition. I took a nap. And literally the day before I um, was to leave, the place that I'm staying in now accepted me for Airbnb. Oh, my God. You are so brave. <laughs> it's right? insane. <laughs> <laughs> and then it gets even more interesting. So I'm like, all right, I got the place. I, You know, it's, it's all going to come out, work together. I end up getting half of my money back before I move. Um that was able to help me when I arrived when I arrived the people were very welcoming um a month later they said that I can stay here and rent the room out so I've been in the same spot since I arrived and it just it's so divine how it worked out I started my job the day after I got off the airplane (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I don't know how you don't know how you do things but strength is so real when it's time you know when you have that dream and that clarity and that passion, like, I don't know for other people, but when there's a lot of resistance to my dream, it just, the stubbornness in me just comes up and it's like, I'm not going to let this win. Like, That's now it's time to get serious. Amazing gift. That's such an amazing <laughs> natural gift that you have. And I imagine like people that get to work with you get to access that energy because that's, that's a powerful energy. And it's such an important part of creating anything there. There's always going to be the right before it happens, the massive resistance. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like, I can't do it anymore. And then if you can make it through that last little leg, it's like running a race. And it's like the last 500 yards is always the hardest. But then there's the finish line. You get you get through, you get the goal, and like then you can create the next goal. So what an awesome that is. And my humor in the situation is whenever life is stressful, just take a nap. I promise <laughs> you when you wake up, something will shift. I'm telling you. <laughs> I love it. Just take a nap. That's so awesome. Just take a nap. <laughs> but it has been a growth experience here. Um, like just being thrust. Like uh, the, when I um left, the flight I took was delayed. And then we rode in a storm. So I was like, what is going on? And I left the day after that solar eclipse 
in August last year. So it was a very divine time, a divine shift. And it was like, I took also um, four trips between Jersey and California last year. Very blessed to have that experience. (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. But this time it was like, wow, I'm here. I'm not going back in five days. Right. Like this, this is home. Like I, I mean, a realization of like leaving your family and, and moving to a foreign part of the land. But I knew that it was divinely orchestrated because I was sent to California to anchor a grid, to bring some of that masculine energy here. Um, And to also embody more of my feminine energy because this is a very feminine state. Yes. And, you know, so it, it, it was a, it was an awareness type of awakening. Like I was able to, to see the difference within my um, upbringing and my embodiment of a, being a woman um, compared to what I have experienced. Like I've met some powerful queens um, and I've also met some queens who needed to be shown how powerful they are. Um, but I think being thrown straight into the fire, so to say, by working, it, it helped me to get acclimated really quickly. Um, like Tony Robbins I know always talks about this is like yeah go go on what does he say like go on the island or something and don't have a boat or I don't know (laughs) he has some some metaphor for that where it's like yeah create a situation where you just you have to if if it feels aligned like you said and it was felt supported I love how you do that (laughs) it's like thank you the amount of trust that you have in yourself and you know, your guides and your, you know, your big universe is, is amazing. It's amazing. Um, so I know you had shared that there was a story about E.T., e. the hip hop preacher who saved your life. Yes. <laughs> I'm so curious about this. So this guy is an amazing motivational speaker. He's very gritty. He's very raw and passionate. He's not all about the glitz and glam. I mean, no shade to anyone that has that, um, aspect to the coaching but he's just like straight truth right and I found him um when I was in Jersey I don't remember the exact time but I've listened to him for quite a while and he really inspired my life and so one day um this summer because I was starting to feel very overwhelmed like when I moved here two months after I moved uh, a huge shift occurred in my family back east that um, needed my support. And it was like, wow, I'm still a part of that unit, even though I'm not here. And it was really, really hard to navigate because I'm trying to find myself. You know, I'm, I'm in a relationship at the time. I'm just, it's just a whole lot of components, but I have to be strong for them. So a lot was going on. I didn't have time to pour into myself. And I was on Facebook and I saw that he was going to be in San Francisco. And I was like, oh, my God, I get to see this man who has inspired me and kept me going in person. I don't care if I don't eat regular food and only have to eat oatmeal for a month. I'm going to see this man. (laughs) And so so I booked the ticket and it helped me feel empowered because I was like, still, no matter what was going on, um, my job was rather demanding. Um. All of those aspects, I felt like I was building me in the background and, it, and that didn't feel right to me at, at all, Allison. But it, that was the circumstances. I was being birthed anew in this karmic cycle that had to play out to fruition. So I saw him in September. And when I went, 
I have brought like my branded bag and my branded notebook and I wore my heels and I had my pink dress on and I was just feeling really, really cute and (laughs) empowered. You know, it was like, I'm at the top of my world right now. Nothing else matters. And he was talking and I was studying the foundation. I was looking at the way the cheers was laid out and the way the people were excited and how he captivated. And I was thinking about, you know, the other speakers he had and the layout and the planning, just from a, a, a coaching, a coaching perspective, a speaker perspective and a planner perspective. And he said something um, that sparked me. And it was like, this man has saved my life. Like he showed me who I am and like what's next for me. Like what is the true purpose for my existence? And I realized that I could not get from where I was to there, something had to be let go. Something had to conclude for me to get there. And the message spirit gave me was quit my job. Wow. And I was like, how am I going to do that? Like, I can shift easier at home because I can fall back on my parents. Like, I'm here out here by myself. Like, how can I do that? But I, but it felt right. And I was like, I have no doubt. Like, I have to do this. So um, I uh, was listening to a lot of Leap of Faith. Steve Harvey has a great little... Um, video online about taking a leap of faith and I was looking at all of these billionaires and millionaires because what inspires you is you and they inspire me so that's me and I was looking at them and I was like you know what they didn't get here through fear like allowing the fear to stop them they didn't get here from taking small risks they got here because they believed in something they took those risks and they built themselves over many times so I can do it too so I was like, let me do my little magic number thing. <laughs> so wow, I felt like September was the right time. Um, I was upset because I applied for another job and the universe didn't let me get that. But look at the greater plan that the universe had. I needed time to replenish my soul and work more on growing as a business owner. So um, I picked a random number out my hat and then I sent my resignation notice and I kind of felt like amazing so welcome <laughs> to part two we we had a little techno technological blip but um <laughs> so you were sharing your incredible um about he calls himself et the hip-hop preacher <laughs> hip-hop preacher oh my god et the hip-hop preacher so i think you cut off where you were talking about picking a date to leave your job so what happened so, yeah, so when I picked my original date to leave the job, it didn't feel fully right. Like, I felt like um, I would be leaving them in a bad position. And my thing is always leave in love. Otherwise, you'll have to return to it um, in, a, in an instance of something that you don't want to return to. So right. then I went back in my little number thing and I picked another date. And at that time, I was in, it was a chance for me to um, feel empowered. Like I did a little career spread for myself to see if spirit was truly supporting this as the right time. And I knew it was right because um, I woke up one day and it was like this golden energy just rose up in me. And it was like, it's time. Like, this is the portal for you to go through. And so um, it was this battle between suppressing the fact that I need to let go and do something that serves me or the people pleaser, which is like, hold on and stay there because if I leave it's going to affect people it's going to make people shift and they might not be comfortable with that and my um, employer she's she was dynamic and I thank her for giving me an opportunity Um, she emailed me and she was like 
well, if you leave now, like, could you wait till we find someone and this and this and this? And then everything that I was reading that she was saying, it was in regards to how she felt and how Mm. it affected her. And it was like, no, I have to do this for me. So I told her, I said, listen, this is, and I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that everything's done. And we had about maybe four to six pages worth of duties because this was the start of school to get these programs up and running. We didn't have all the staff and we had to go hire staff and train them and all things of such. And I can say in a month, I was able to complete that whole list and have that program running. And I had the universe sending me supported people to make that process easier. And I was able to leave and love and the children. I mean, that was the hardest thing for me because part of my life work as well is working with children mm. because I'm very much in tune with my inner child and I want to develop positive emotional understanding in children so we can have less adult trauma, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, please. Especially, you know, especially little boys. Like healing men is important to me because there's not a lot of support and safe containers out here for men to feel yes. um you know, celebrate it to be emotional and vulnerable and spiritually inclined, you know, God, I love your mission. I really, it resonates so deeply with me. Well, having also, I worked as a preschool teacher for many years and, um, yeah, it really, and, and I know California, I was just watching an interview with, um, I don't know if you won the governor of California, um, I think it's Gavin Newsom. Yeah, Gavin Newsom. He was talking about one of the initiatives he's really excited about. The next initiative, it's called, they call it zero to three. And it was just exactly what you're saying, like looking at early childhood education and spaces and seeing like, what can we do to create safer spaces for kids and spaces Absolutely. where kids really learn the essentials of what it is to be human, which is like you're talking about feeling your feelings, being connected to your intuition, your wants, your needs, being able to communicate what you need and want, like all of these important things that everyone should be learning, not just people that happen to be lucky enough to grow up in a home where their parents already know this stuff. Right. You know, which is very few people. (laughs) (laughs) And some things you mentioned, it was like, it kind of touched me because I'm like, wow, I had to learn that the hard way. And I'm pretty sure a lot of us had Um, the part of like expressing your wants and needs that that's still something that I'm working through. And in the past, I was like, Oh, affirmations are cool. Mm -hmm." No affirmations are bomb. Like (laughs) they really change your mind. Like recently I've been really, really into frequency. And instead of saying like mind your own business, mine is mind your own frequency. Like I think it's I think it's a mighty way of of really like owning that. And just understanding like what you put into your consciousness uh, and your body, like all of that has a vibrational frequency. And so like I'm very conscious of the music I listen to. I don't watch TV. I gave that up years ago. I'm conscious of the things that people tell me because I have a very um, subjective mindset. Like it just gets on a loop. If you tell me something, it's on a loop. And and getting into this new space of trusting myself and my intuition within my own life, um, I have to really limit the things that are around me so that I can strengthen that. And so listening to these affirmations, getting back to the point, um, has helped me to realize like, you know what, I, I do matter. Like my needs do matter. Like I 
can tell you how I feel. I don't have to be okay with things. I feel a lot of times as healers on our journeys, we have to, we, we confuse compassion with like overstepping boundaries. Like we're, we're more willing to allow someone to overstep our boundaries for the sake of compassion and forgiveness and all of these things. But it's like, right. no, you can be a spiritual person and still tell a person no. Exactly. And yeah, you can have very, very firm boundaries, actually, and really the exact boundaries that you know, you need to maintain the energy levels that you want to maintain. So you can be of service in the way that you want to. Yeah, it's been one of my biggest healing, you know, lessons, I guess you call it or thing practices is always coming back to my boundaries, always reviewing them and oh, that gosh darn people pleaser. (laughs) Yeah, so figuring out what she needs so that I'm not people pleasing because that just doesn't work. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) You slapped me upside the head this year. Holy mackerel that people please people pleasing was like a theme for me this year and boundaries i mean i'm i'm pretty sure it was kind of like a collective conscious theme <laughs> like, yeah. we're, like we're all just like looking at like all right where am i saying i'm going to do something or look at something or listen to something or buy into something when it just does not work for me like it is not for me and it's not mine and i don't want it and like i'm whatever i need to do to get it out of my space let's do that um right. so i'm curious like we're kind of coming close to the you know, our time um, set up for this, but I know you have such a wealth of knowledge and there's so many different elements that you bring into the way that you hold space for people. It's just quite extraordinary. Like all of the different, you know, the energetic things that you bring in, the intuitive pieces, the communication pieces, the, you know, taking calculated risk pieces. So what resources would, you know, if people are listening and they've made it this far and they're like, I want to know more about this stuff. Obviously we want to direct them to your website, but do you have any favorite like books or blogs or people that you follow that you, you know, would say like, Hey, this, you know, this person is great for this or that kind of thing. Okay. So, um, I am very selective with who I, um, follow or resonate with, um, because I feel like the realm of coaching that I'm in, like being a um, star seed, it's it's a different understanding. So there's this um, woman who's my sister healer, Jen McCarthy. Mm-hmm. She has a Facebook group called The Event It's Happening. I have seen my sister rise, like she's like an ascendant master right now. It's so dumb. Like, it's amazing. Like, she was able to grow this group to, like, six-figure numbers in a matter of months. Um, Yes. She has a lot of starseed knowledge. She's the one who gave me my timeline of coming here. Um, And it's, it's, she's a wonderful person. When it comes to divine partnerships, because I am a, um, divine counterpart on this spiritual journey um i feel like collectively we're removing the whole term of twin flames because we have evolved past that Mm -hmm. um but if you resonate with that that's what i'm speaking of um nalea guerrero she's another person that's on instagram youtube and facebook she has a lot of good posts on that part of the journey um i kind of like browse around other specific topics and people but those two are the ones that are my go-to if I need to like really really dive deep um in terms of books I'm currently reading a book called Witch by Lisa Lister Mm. it's a very empowering book some of the chapters can feel um like I can feel her energy as she's speaking 
I can I can feel the anger and it's a, it's a good anger it's like a passion I can feel the the empowerment there's a chapter in there that she speaks of and it's just like oh it triggers you as a woman but it's good for growth and it's a very enlightening book so I would suggest anybody that's um, a holistic woman that wants to feel more empowered in that aspect to read her book Mm, wow oh my gosh (laughs) these are such juicy like deep resources it's so amazing so is there anything exciting coming up anything you want to share if people are like "Ooh, I need to connect with London I need to be in her space I need to be in her circle what are the ways that people can um connect with you and work with you so I am um relaunching um my website in the winter um i want to do a little more pizzazz to it um so right now people can reach me personally by email which is london at wolfhealing.com and the wolf has an e um but right now i am on fire on instagram like it is seriously a central type of space of empowerment and it's just like i am just enjoying it so if you're on Instagram, you can follow me at london.wolf.healing. Um, I also have a Facebook page. Um, it's Facebook slash Wolf Healing. But if you really want to like connect, hit me on that Instagram. I love it. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna put that link in the, the show notes in the description so you all can get in there. And <laughs> I haven't been on Instagram in like six months. I just me neither. Took a break. <laughs> Um, so now I'm like, oh, maybe I need a little, we'll see. Um, I might get back in there. I just, wow. But it's so awesome that you are using it as a space to empower yourself. Cause I feel like Instagram can go just like any social media, right? It can go one way or the other. Like it can be a space to just get lost in other people's stuff and, you know, all that, the whole comparison, everything, that game, but it's, it's also such a powerful tool. And I'm just, now I'm so curious. I'm definitely going to go check it out. <laughs> yes. I like, I, I left in March. And then I recently came back, I want to say last month, like I just felt called to make my presence known during this Venus retrograde. Nice. And since then, you can really see the progression of Venus retrograde in my experiences. (laughs) (laughs) And we just had this new moon in Scorpio. So it's a lot of passion and expression. And if you channel it correctly, it's about just standing in your power and your truth and letting the world know who you really are. Ooh, I love that. I love that. Oh my God. Um, do you do any, I know that you used to do like monthly, um, sort of like energetic kind of updates of like what's happening, you know, astrologically and also energetically. Do you still do that? So I was kind of in the background. Um, so on my personal email, I mean, email my personal Facebook, I was posting and then I had another Facebook page, but that one is kind of like unpublished. So I'm changing the dynamic of that now. Yeah. Um, I was heavily into divine feminine and divine masculine coaching. Now I'm just more so into empowerment. I do do energy updates. And when I relaunch my website, I'm going to offer the master classes um, at the last Sunday of the month where people can get that energy awareness for either to know how the energy is going to affect them just in general, or if they're working on their life purpose and they want to know if this is a month that they should take a risk or not. I'm offered two classes for that. 
I love it. Oh my God. You're so awesome. What an honor and blessing it is that I got to meet you and we still are in touch and, and I'm just so grateful and honored that you took the time out of your busy schedule to be on Playdate podcast. So thank you so much, London. And thank you for having me and for witnessing my growth in the same space I'm holding for you. It's always a pleasure, sister. Mm, all right. Amazing playdaters. So when I share this, I'm going to share this on Facebook. London's going to share on Facebook. Ask her questions, you know, pick her brain. <laughs> Connect yes, her. She's a wealth of knowledge and just such a beautiful presence on the planet today. And we will see you all next time. Take care. Bye.